Welcome to the Vita Foods Insights Podcast. Join us as we explore the latest in science and innovation, helping the global health and nutrition industry connect, develop, and progress. Today's host is Heather Granato, Vice President of Content. Welcome to our Vita Foods Insights podcast. I appreciate you joining me as we discuss issues affecting the nutraceutical industry. Today, my guest is Marcus Stripp, founder of Spoon Guru. Welcome, Marcus. Hello, Heather. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you. So Spoon Guru, it's an AI-powered food search and discovery technology startup. And I think we're going to get into exactly what all those terms mean and this really innovative platform that you've developed. But first, I'd love to start with a little background on you and how you've really come to this point to focus on the issue of personalized nutrition and digital health, which is obviously top of mind for all of us as we are trying to stay healthy and challenging times. So give me a little bit of your journey. What has brought you to this particular juncture? Sure. And it it has been a a fascinating journey. Um, There is three co-founders responsible for for Spoon Guru, and none of us are foodies, really. Um, We've all been around technology for the last 20 plus years. We have a wealth of digital experience, but we don't come from the food space at all. What made us set up this company was the fact that we became aware of a huge problem people have when they try to manage their dietary preferences and their nutritional intake. Um, in fact, it was my wife who I who has a number of allergies and intolerances, and I saw her once again in a supermarket trying to work out you know, what an E204 was, reading the back of the pack, trying to find suitable products for her um, for her specific needs. And um, and that that's what gave me the idea. You know, I thought in this day and age, it is crazy that people with sp- for specific dietary preferences can't easily find the right foods for their needs. And that's when we got together and we basically brainstormed how we would approach this and our technology background um, gave us enough confidence to attempt <laughs> to engineer a solution that solves that very specific problem. You know, food search and discovery for anybody with a specific dietary preference or health objective. Okay. So tell me a little bit about the technology of this. Is this something that uh, consumers use, retailers use? Is it tapping into a big database or a cloud? Uh, I'm always curious about the technology side of things. Sure. So we we leverage machine learning and, and AI mainly in order to make sense of huge, unstructured and frankly dirty data sets. That's, that's what we use um, machine learning algorithms for. Um, we've developed a platform, really. We, we consider ourselves to be a platform, um, a health and wellness platform, and our business model is based on licensing our technology to retailers around the world. So that's where our focus is right now. This is not to say that we may not want to branch out into other areas, potentially build a consumer proposition, and uh, and um, move into other areas like life science and um, restaurants and home cooking and IoT. But to answer your, the first part of your question, the technology really allows us to um, process huge data sets, you know, and that's fundamentally at the heart of the problem. That's why most retailers around the world 
can't provide you with an adequate and accurate and reliable shopping experience because they can't make sense of their own product catalogs at a, at a granular level. And we use machine learning um, algorithms in order to crunch their data sets, basically, and enhance their product catalogs to allow them to, to provide more personalized experiences to their shoppers. That's really exciting. And certainly the idea of machine learning, the more data you have, the more it actually develops uh, increasingly uh, personalized information and an output for a customer. And that is one of the most fascinating aspects of machine learning. The more data you throw at it, the smarter it gets. And our models, our algorithms have been trained for um, over six years now. And you know, and every time we find an edge case or an unusual um, um, calculation that's, that gets thrown out, we investigate that manually. Our team of experts obviously investigate the output manually, adjust it, and then put it back in the system. So the system constantly gets smarter and smarter. We crunch more than 14 billion data points on a daily basis just to make sense of unstructured data. But you're absolutely right. The most fascinating aspect of all of this is that the models get incredibly um, smart, you know, and granular. And yes. And obviously, that's a ton of very valuable data that's then coming together, both individually and in aggregate. Mm. Does that help you be able to see areas of key consumer concerns when you're seeing more of one particular type of search, more of one particular type of interest area? Does that come to light through what... Uh, the technology develops? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we see data effectively in real time as consumers interact with our with our platform. And, and, and yes, and we can we can spot trends and we can see emerging trends and micro trends and, and macro trends. And that intelligence in itself is part of the service we provide to the, to the entire industry. But you're right. I mean, traditionally, the industry has been caught out by it. One of the biggest trends right now is the vegan trend, you know, the plant-based trend. And the industry got completely um, um, surprised by the de by the demand, you know, from all its, uh, sections of the population for plant-based products. And it's not just by the strict vegans who do not consume any meat at all. It's really the flexitarians that, that are driving that trend. There's a, num a significant amount of people are now re actively reducing their meat intake and that in return is driven by concerns for the environment um, because meat production at, as it stands at its current levels is simply not sustainable. And, um, and people are um, reacting to that fact, you know. So, yes, to answer your question, we can see uh, trends as they um, unfold in, in real time and respond accordingly. Fantastic. Obviously, that's going to allow you to be able to better serve your customers and for them to serve their their customers, those consumers. I think that might tie in nicely with one of the new launches that I saw, this immunity support tag. Uh, tell me a little bit about how something like this has come to light and come into the market. Certainly, everyone's looking for more information about immunity support and these mm. tough times. Well, that's exactly what what caused us to develop this um, product. You know, as as a startup and as a technology company, we one of our advantages is we we are nimble. You know, we are agile. We can respond very quickly. Um, 
to changes in the market and we try to identify gaps where our technology comes into play. In the immediate um, aftermath of the first phase of, of the um, pandemic, um, around March, we saw um, we saw an, an enormous increase in searches for immunity boosting or immunity supporting foods on Google Trends. Um, so clearly people were looking for ways to self-educate and understand, okay, what, what can I do um, to, um, to support my immunity, you know, to do something in response to, to this health crisis. And that in, in, you know, that was enough of a signal for us to develop and adjust our technology to support that very specific use case. So if people want to identify foods with immunity supporting qualities, we now enable them to do so. Now, it is important to say that there is obviously no silver bullet that protects us against the virus um, or, or any virus. Um, but um, the fact of the matter is 70% of our immunity is in our gut. And it is vitally important that we um, that we adopt a healthy diet generally. Um, and and people know that. They know and they, they know they need to eat and they know they want to eat more healthily in order to nourish their natural defenses and to to give them a sense of control in very uncertain times. So we saw that consumer demand, uh, and we adjusted our uh, technology and and launched that capability within a few months. Again, that is one of the advantages that a small technology specialist can bring to the industry. Well, being able to be nimble and offer a new tag like that that directly serves consumers obviously ties right back into building retail loyalty, uh, the ability of these retailers to offer something very valuable. In your discussions with your retail partners, has that been something that has really resonated with them? All, all retailers need, need to... Um, acquire and retain customers, right? I mean, it's it's about market share, basically. And the, the, the more personalized the experience you can provide, the stronger is your ability to retain and acquire new customers. So there's no doubt that that is seen as a value add um, by our partners and, and prospects. Fundamentally, you know, um, and now more so than ever, I think shoppers want convenience and they want they want tailored choice, you know, they want personalized experiences, you know, and my, I, I personally, I, I'm a vegan, my wife has got a number of allergies. It is difficult, you know, for a retailer to support our household. Um, and we are hoping that by providing technology solutions to the entire industry, it will make it easier. I've been a, I've been a vegan for God knows how long and my retailer still every time before Christmas, I get bombarded with offers for Christmas turkeys. And that is frustrating to me. It's a complete waste of real estate uh, and marketing effort for the retailer. And fundamentally, it's a lost sale. You know, if they were if they were able to promote more appropriate products to me, it would increase my consumption. And fundamentally, a retailer is a business and that's what they want to do. And hopefully, they see the need for change. Um, otherwise, they would struggle to retain loyalty, you know, shopper loyalty. Absolutely. I think we've seen that, uh, the importance of building and maintaining that relationship um, mm -hmm. 
loyalty is uh, very tough to earn and quick to be lost yeah. if you don't actually value it and provide what people are looking for in that relationship. Yeah, that's absolutely right. That's right. Now, recently announced that uh, Spoon Guru had secured a Series A funding round with the VC arm of Australia's largest retailer with the goal of expanding your footprint uh, at retail across APAC, North America, and Europe, which is really exciting. So tell me a little bit about what this investment means for your business and the opportunity this opens up for retailers in some new markets. Yeah, so earlier, um, only a few weeks ago, we announced um, a Series A investment with um, W23, who are the investment arm of Woolworths. And W23, basically, it, they saw the relationship we we, ha we had developed with Woolworths. They saw the impact our technology has in the Australian market, the impact it has um, on Australian shoppers. And then, of course, they also saw uh, some micro and macro trends within the entire industry. One is a move to e-commerce. The second one is a huge increase in demand for um, not just personalized shopping, but also healthier, healthier shopping, because people really want to make better choices now. You know, again, it's a huge consumer trend. Consumers want to be more healthy. And we are a enabler that, that facilitates that specific um, uh, use case. So we have partnered with W23, um, and we are using the investment in order to to fuel our product innovation and to increase our footprint um, across the world. You know, we're already live on three continents now, and by having more um, more money in the bank, effectively we can scale more quickly. So we're really excited about this partnership. That's fantastic. I'd, I'm also curious, you mentioned the rise in e-commerce. So this technology works well, both from a e-commerce as well as a brick and mortar perspective? Yeah, yeah, it works across all channels, really. It works, it it, it obviously can be used to power online search and browse and, um, and recommendation engines, and it can be integrated into your CRM and, and direct marketing engines. But it does, it also works very well in a physical store environment. It can be used to power um, um, retailer apps or smart shopping carts. So, you know, immediately as you scan a product in a physical aisle, is this product suitable for me or not? And if it's not suitable, do you have any suitable alternatives? Because that's fundamentally the, the problem we want to solve. Not only do we want to tell you whether something is okay for you or not, we actually want to find it for you. Um, it can be used to, even in a, in a low or no tech scenario, it could be used to identify um, uh, dietary attributes on a physical shelf label. Right, it could be used to label products as vegan or as immunity supporting, or as a product that's low in cholesterol or high in vitamin D. So all of these scenarios can be supported um, and powered by our technology. That's exciting. As someone, you know, I have a food allergy myself. Right. So to be able to go in and say, "Oh, this is interesting. Oh, it has almonds. Yeah. What else might be interesting for me that's similar to this product? So yeah. I guess that's what I would I would realize. And if I had a retailer that was using that, that integrated it for me, then maybe I'd get coupons for things that didn't Absolutely. have nuts in them, yeah. uh, very similar to your vegan turkey 
adventure. Absolutely. You know, the vision, you're absolutely right. You know, and the vision we have is, is, is similar to other industries. You know, other industries got there. Um, if you look at YouTube or Spotify, um, they learn, those services learn from your interaction with that platform. And then they start to tailor the experience, your, your experience and they bring you a curated experience. Now, why can't we have the same for our dietary preferences? I may not want to, I may want to reduce my meat intake. I may prefer a healthier diet and I hate mushrooms as an example. As a profile, you know, that should be easy to manage, you know, and, and, or put differently, the, the, the retailer that gets there first to provide that level of curated and personalized experience will win, you know, because to your earlier point, they will drive loyalty and customer satisfaction and they will be able to retain and acquire customers. But you're right, you know, the coupon, why aren't coupons personalized? Because not only, we can also analyze your consumption behavior. So you, we don't even need to wait for you to tell me that you can't eat gluten. You know, after a while, I should be able, from analyzing the data set, I should be able to assess whether a specific household or an, or an individual has a propensity for certain foods. If you only eat halal or kosher foods for religious reasons, your preference is probably not going to change that often. Why don't you use that signal in order to provide a more relevant experience? So that is our vision, you know, for the future, for us, for us as consumers as well, right? That's what I want for my wife. And from a business perspective, that is how we are positioning ourselves as partners. That's certainly exciting. And, you know, you could look it down and uh, what does that mean for food service? What does that ultimately mean um, integrating into even restaurants? And if I'm going to do an online order from a restaurant, does it connect in with my tag system and know what I'm looking for? To me, that's getting really exciting. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, IoT applications, right? Smart kitchen applications where the fridge understands, you know, when you're running out of certain foods and, 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 because the other really fascinating area is around health, you know, understanding your nutritional intake and helping you lead um, health, a healthier life. Because again, you know, our research has shown that 74% of shoppers want to lead healthier lives, but only 11% succeed because there's too much friction. It's too difficult. There's not enough transparency. There aren't any digital tools that make it easy. And the trick is to help people get healthier over time. You're not going to, you know, you're not going to start eating only apples if you if you're addicted to frozen pizzas. So you have to take people on a journey, meet them where they're at, and then help them gradually and incrementally make better choices over time. So that's also a super exciting area for us, and um, we've got a number of technology solutions that facilitate those those goals. I'll look forward to that. You really could accelerate that with the machine learning. The machine, you know, you now understand. Oh, are you sure you need more chips because you didn't eat all of your apples? Maybe you should buy more apples and eat your apples first, and then you can have the chips. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> apple first, then you have your chips. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Any additional thoughts that you might want to share? Trends that you're seeing, or new insights that we can expect to see coming out from Spoon Guru uh, as we head into 21 and beyond? Um, 
the two absolute the two but by far the two biggest trends are a, a move to e-commerce because people um, are learning that it's convenient now to buy online and often they don't want to venture out because it's because of the um, pandemic and the second trend really is this enormous um, acceleration of healthy eating people really want to make healthier choices and um, you know and we are now seeing research into uh, into the microbiome for example um, that really it confirms now the science is finally catching up with with ancient knowledge you know we truly are what we eat you know and food as medicine is becoming a reality and and again what i personally like about this is it's driven by consumer demand consumers around the world shoppers people around the world are now realizing that they need to really you need to look after your body you know and you feel better but we have to make it easy we have to make it easy for people and that is our our role in all of this well i think it's an admirable goal and i'm uh definitely pulling for you and the entire spoon guru team to help all of us make better choices as we move forward so again marcus thank you so much for taking the time to be here with me it's been an absolute pleasure thank you heather thank you